This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I said you're going to have to go through some things and learn uh, that, you know, uh, don't worry about the fruit, honey. Get the root. The root is for the Christian. Hopefully we have eyes that are open and ears to, that, are, uh, that are hearing, eyes that are capable of seeing. It, it ain't folk. The world showed us in 2020 folk fighting folk. And they carry over on into uh, 2021. Folks have always fought folks. They will always. Jesus said, he said, these are some of the things he goes, but these are normal and everyday occurrences. He said, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. From the Hatfield and the McCoys to the, you know, all the way on up to nation against uh, nation. You know, don't fall into the trap of, of thinking uh, that the uh, one that you're looking at See, the one that's trying to fuss uh, with you, that that's all that there is. There's something behind of that. Now, separate the two. All God has done is said, all right, you, you've got, there's an offense here. It's necessary. Offenses may come. But you need to realize the one that's offending is in super trouble. Now, you need to pray for them. Pray for those who despitefully use you, those who persecute you. The Bible says when you're persecuted, you should rejoice because, boy, I'll tell you what, now heavens is, is at attention. Well, let's move right along here. It seems that uh, this is uh, um, steak that you can chew on. Instead of just ice cream, you can oom and all over. Amen. Now, you need a preacher that will tell you the truth. You don't need a preacher to just twist the truth to the place that you always is, is, you know, titillizing and tantalizing your flesh and your feelings and working around uh, all of that. This is the time to have faith in God. Faith in God. Trust steadily in God. See? Uh, princes will fail us. The Bible says it's better to trust in the Lord than to trust in princes. Amen. Those that are heroes and those that we uh, think are royalty. Don't you realize that, you know, princess, dear God, you're kings and priests. You're already been enabled and empowered and seated with Jesus in heavenly places. Princes haven't come into their own yet, but you're a king and a priest. You ought to walk in the royal uh, lineage of who you are and what you're called to do. Amen. Just like God. All right. Pastor, you saying that we're God? No, I said we're just like God. And he like us. Oh, I look in the mirror sometime. I have to remind myself, you know, God's so in love with you. He like you. You may not like you today, but now God love you. God is with you, son. God is for you because God loves you. And ain't anything you can never do to change that except walk away. Are you listening? You can, you can turn God down, but you won't turn God off. <laughs> He'll go, look here. When you had enough of that, come back over here now. Come back to the daddy who love you. Amen. When you get done in the pig pen, come back home, realize, come to yourself and realize, you know, oh, it was better in father's house. In father's house. 
see anything outside the Father's house, let me tell you, the world will spend you. Broke, the world will leave you. Destitute, the world will give you nothing. And the world don't care if you, where you wind up. Are you listening? And they'll help you get there fast. They don't care. But you know, when you realize, boy, it was better in Father's house. Glory to God. This is going to be the year of the house of God. And including the physical house of God. Oh, you done got too used to just running wild and crazy in the streets. You know, the house of God is better in the house of God. Why? It's where the word comes from. The, the, God has center pointed the church and it's where the word comes from. Well, I just believe, you know, I can get it anywhere. Well, you know, you can... Uh, uh, you can go knock on any door that you want to, and they may feed you because they're just kind-hearted and compassionate to a beggar. But you know, you have refrigerator rights, freezer rights, cooking rights, cupboard rights in the house that you belong in. There'll always be food in Father's house, the one you're assigned to. And there'll be food that, with your name on it. You know, we're having to send a lot of to-go plates out there lately, you know, because we got a lot of missing in action. But we're talking about faith in God and action. And after a while, you come out of the bushes. Because the thing that's behind of COVID, you know what's behind of COVID? Yeah, it's the devil. No, 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 no. Come down a little different. What does he deal with? The only thing he got to work with is fear. Fear. And I'll tell you the biggest thing you need to fear is like John Kennedy said. He said is fear itself. Fear is a door opener. To failure, major time. Amen. So you got to work through that. Now, how do you work through that? Know that God is with you. Know that God is for you. And know that God loves you. And if God loves you, who can be against you? What's going to separate you from the love of God? What or who? How could anything or anyone separate you from the love of God? If it comes against you, God says, I'm going to step in between you there. Uh, 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 uh. Now, hold on now. That one is mine. How do you know? Well, they're trusting steadily in me. Some of persistent will be power. Need to be steady. Steady and stable in my faith. My faith in the faithful one is, is solid, strong, and secure. Well, you know... Uh, I have had times when I've had to say, help Holy One, help me with my doubts. I'm, da- I'm battling with doubt, see? But you have to choose faith. You have to decide faith. Then you've got to feed faith. You're not going to have faith in God listening to the news. Now, now, here's the thing. Visit the news, but live with God. <laughs> <laughs> the world's got a 24-hour news cycle. They got it on the phone. They got it everywhere. And boy, I'm going to tell you what, that, that's their life. That's the umbilical cord. Cut that out. Just visit it. Just check in. Amen? Uh, but before you get into any other kind of news, check in with the good news early in the morning. First thing. And operate all day with the good news. And I'll tell you, put a, put a different measure in these days of a greater measure. Because if you'll give God a little more to work with, you'll see how much more God can do and how greater uh, God is. 
Now, in, let's move real quickly here. Didn't even mean to take that long uh, of your time uh, here. I just want to, um, it ain't going to take all that long to go shopping. Uh, well, I thought you, I thought you, I thought you had already got everything prepared. No, honey, I'm going to give you the ingredients today. You're going to have to go home and cook up your own stuff. Amen. <gasps> I can't feed myself. I got two little uh, gentlemen. I speak that by faith. Gentlemen. I had to watch them this morning and they'd start their... They've got where, you know, they, they are, they're vocal. And uh, so they, they're in their high chairs and they're my duty this morning. So they had their little stuff uh, and they're starting to use their, you know, they're starting to use their uh, spoons and forks. Well, um, they'd start their, and I said, ah, we're not babies, we're boys. We don't do that with Papa. You throw it on the floor, that's where it's going to stay. You're going to do without. You know, when you... I wasn't being mean. I was just saying, look, you know, we're, we're not going to act like babies. We're boys now. I mean, you're big enough to crawl up on the, uh, this and that and get into this and that. You're big enough to, you know, mind your business while you're in your chair. Eat your food. <laughs> if you throw your food on the floor, the dog will eat it. You won't have none. Not being mean, it's just like, you know, oh, there it went. <laughs> if an 18-month-old, 20-month-old can start to learn to feed himself, don't tell me that you've been a Christian this long and you can't take some ingredients home and, and put it in the oven and meditate on it till you see how to do it. Till you know that faith is doing it. It's not just, well, I did my little God thing. I came and heard the message and forgot about. T- you don't even have, it don't even take away two words of it till you get into Monday morning and lost all of it. Now, we're not raising them kind of folk around here. We're not babies. We're going to be boys and girls who grow up to be men and women that do, that know their God and do exploits. The world needs the manifestation, demonstration of mature believers that are showing the works of God, the ways of God. And we're in the days of manifestation and demonstration in a greater measure. In a greater measure. Say greater measure. Now you and I don't decide the measure. We decide our measure, but we don't decide God's measure. God's already said kingdom come will be done. And it's in a greater measure. God is closer now than he's ever been. God is more real. I remember uh, thinking, read by, I don't want to butcher it, but I do want to paraphrase it, Thomas Edison. They said, well, aren't you discouraged? You've you've tried a thousand times, a thousand experiments, you know, uh, over this uh, light bulb thing. You ain't there yet. He said, oh, I'm not discouraged at all. He said, I'm closer than I've ever been. I'm paraphrasing. He said, I just found a thousand ways that, that wouldn't work. And now listen, not that didn't work. They just weren't the light bulb. There's lots of other things. He's famous for the light bulb, but he was lots of other things that he that he discovered in his in his pursuit of that. Amen. Say nothing's wasted in God. Amen. You know, I've learned more from my mistakes than my <laughs> Ooh, the hard lessons that hurt a little bit helped me more than the ones where Atta boy. Oh, just anyhow, let's move right along. 
Let's look at this God, Exodus 2.23. Boy, this caught my attention in my Bible reading this week. I was reading about how, uh, about God's deliverance of uh, his people out of slavery, out of bondage, out of wrongness, tremendous injustice. It says, many years later, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned under their slavery and cried out. Their cries for relief from their hard labor ascended to God. Verse 24 in Exodus chapter 2, Message Bible. God listened to their groanings. God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw what was going on with Israel, and God understood. I can have faith in a God who I found to be the faithful one, that what he started in me, I I trust him to complete. Until that very day, I stand before him face to face, physically face to face, as much as you understand what I'm saying. And I'm not here in this physical form living in this body on this earth, but I am uh, face-to-face with my Father. I'll know Him completely as I am known completely by Him. But until then, I can see this. I see this progressively more and more. When it first started out as a Christian, yeah, it was dim, it was dark, it seemed like a fog and through a mist. But I'm going to tell you, I found that he is the God who listens. He is the God who remembers covenant. He is a God who not only saw me in my lowest state, he is the God who remembered me in my lowest day and delivered me from those who were strong to me. He is still the God who sees me right now today in my current position and condition. He is a God who understands. You know, he understands your frame, doesn't he? He said he knows that we're but dust, but you can't just bring dust and flesh and excuses for failure in front of him. He says he knows your frame, but he also knows this, how he designed you and his destiny for you is not to leave you the tail, but to bring you to the head. It's not to leave you behind, but to lift you up and cause you to be above only and never underneath. He did, not, he did not determine to decide some would be winners and some would be losers. He said you will win because Jesus is your victory. He is glorious and victorious. Not even death could hold him. How can it hold on to you? His design, he knows and understands our design and destiny because it's from him. Or is it? See, because if, we, if he's not our father, Jesus made it very plain. He said, you are of your father, the devil. Boy, they went off on top of that. They said, who are you talking to? We got God. You're the devil. <laughs> We've got a God of our own design and desire. But God knows how he designed you. And he knows the destiny that he has for you. 
And I'm going to tell you that little dash between when you were born and when you were, uh, and when you die, it better have a born again clause in it. It better have a come to Jesus in it. It better have Jesus is my Lord. It better have it was one way one day, but there came a day when it turned into a whole different deal and a whole different day for me because I was headed to hell, but I turned around. God turned me around, and now I'm headed towards heaven because I am a follower of Jesus who's following through. Sugar, it does not matter how you begin. It doesn't matter how far you've been. It's the last seed you put in the ground that is your future harvest. Better be obeying God all the way, steadfastly trusting in God, steadily trusting in God. When it gets to the place where he has some hard sayings and some hard choices and some hard direction for your life, and there will come those, op- those options and opportunities in your life. There will come intersections like that. But better decide right then. Where else are you going to go? You're going to turn around because there's only one way. It doesn't matter if you turn left or you turn right. It's all going backwards from there. It's straight ahead, sugar. It's straight on. It's steady on with God. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. I am a follower who follows through. I'm a worshiper of God. I am, a, I am one who is growing in God. I am a, a son or daughter that will serve God with all my heart, all of my mind, all of my strength, all that I am, all of my days. I am a worshiper of God, a disciple of God. And I'm looking to bring as many people with me as I can. I can share the good news. I'm going to be the good news in people's lives. That there's a difference. He knows your frame. He knows the position and the condition that you're in right now. He knows the fears that are within and the fightings without. And the only thing that will conquer fear is the perfect uh, love of God. And it's not a feeling, honey. It is, it, is, it is happily ever after when it says, till death do us part. But death will not separate us. Except one, the Bible says this. When you die to yourself. When does that happen? When you get born again. The old man passes away. Someone sometimes will say, I finally feel like my old self. Now let me tell you something. You don't want to feel like your old self. Because your old self was your unsaved self. Your old self was not what you want to go back to. You want to be, like I feel like my new self. My outer man may be... <laughs> My outer man, like Paul said, he said, let me, let me paraphrase this. Oh, those black hairs have turned gray. Those gray hairs have turned white. Oh, them pretty, them, 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 them pretty eyes on over here. There's crow's feet over there. And start to have a few sacks on there. And the lines are falling down. But be careful where you put that tattoo. Amen. Somebody gonna have to live with that, and they're gonna ask you what in the world happened there, and you go, hey, "What is that?" And you're telling me, "Go, oh no, honey, that ain't that. Now that ain't that ain't that." You think a tattoo will keep people out of heaven? No, I don't. I just think that you're gonna have to believe for uh, a new body so that it'll look like it was supposed to originally. Amen. 
<laughs> you walk through the gate. I know I'm digressing, but let me have my fun. You know, you walk through the gate, and you know, and if you believe in those old St. Peter jokes, he'll go, let me see that thing. Oh, we got to do something with that. You need to go to the spa, because we can't leave you like you are. Honey, that's a distraction. You ain't going to show up in the throne room looking like that, are you? Let's at least, let's get it fixed up like it used to be when you first, you know. Amen. Well, you think I ought to change this or that? He said, Paul said that in the Bible. He said, look here. If you, you know, if you're circumcised, you know, going in, don't seek to change that. If you're uncircumcised, don't seek to change that. If you're a slave going in, don't seek to change that. Let God, God will change you from the inside out. But don't go through all this religious rigmarole, you know, and try to, you know, impress God with all your outside changes. It's the heart. It's the heart. It's not the outward. It's the inward that matters the most. All the young people are going, yeah, I've been trying to get a tattoo, and I was wondering how I was going to explain it. You know, if any of you feel different about that, the Lord will make that plain to you too, that scripture. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I'm getting in trouble. I know I am. The God who is. The next chapter rolls over. It goes immediately from God seeing, God hearing, God understanding. Goes immediately to God calling a man named Moses, a most unlikely candidate. A man who had to go through some things to realize that, you know, you're not going to do this the world's way. You're going to wait until God says so and you're going to do it the, the word's way. You're going to wait until I can be, until I'm the big one and you're the little one. You're going to wait until, until you realize you can't before I'm going to show you that I can. And God said, I, God spoke to Moses. He called Moses and he spoke to Moses. See, realize this, you are called by God. You have a call on your life. First to come to Uh, Like Jesus, it says that he went up high on a hillside. Now, you can't live low and go up high with Jesus. You're going to have to be willing to. It says they climbed higher together. You're going to have to make the climb with Jesus. And it says he called those he wanted unto himself that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Okay. So first, you're going to have to learn to live life with Jesus. That's the first call, to be with Jesus, to really be with him, to be a disciple, a follower who follows through. And then as you do, you'll be released into it. You'll do it in practice all, all the way through, see. But then there'll come a time when, when Jesus says this, now you do this. You do these greater things than I've done with you. Now you go do these greater things. That's what you're called to. <clears throat> and he said, they said, I haven't revealed myself. I didn't reveal myself to Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob this way. He said, but Moses said this, who are you? Who, who am I going to say something? He said, you tell them, I am who I am. I am who I am. Let me just paraphrase that because we don't have time to go down into that too deep right here we could spend eternity talking about 
Who am God? What am God? No. He's saying, I'm present, I'm powerful, and I'm personal. I'm present, I'm powerful, and I'm personal. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fool around here just a little bit, see, because you can't have faith in God without having an honor and a respect for God. And we're living in a day when people take God too lightly and they fool around with God. God's not just, God's not just present when you're present in the church house. God sees, God knows, and God understands while you're out in the house you shouldn't be in. I have a word uh, for some folks here today, and um, this is for those that are dabbling, wondering why it's not working. You're dabbling. I heard the Lord say this. You're dabbling. You're double-minded. You've got one foot in and one foot out, and you're trying to straddle the fence. Let me tell you. This is the last Sunday of the first month. It's the last day of the first month. It's like being on a diving board. And we're about to, we're about to go off into the deep waters of 2021. Deep waters of 21. Greater measures of 2021. And let me tell you what those greater measures are of. They're of both life and death, blessing and the curse, light and darkness. We're entering days of a distinction and a difference. Of those that are with God and those that are not. Of those that are faithful and those that are unfaithful. Those, are you listening? The greatest comment, you know, you know, a lot of times people, and I love, I love to pull on the gifts of the Spirit. I love the, you know, when you're in the uh, prophetic realm and all that. But over and over again, people uh, through the years have, sent, have prophesied to us. And, and, and uh, one word that is consistent, because this is what we decided to be. See, this, uh, I came to Jesus you know, the biggest stumbling block for me was no one can actually live this. You can go to church on a Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there ain't no difference between church-going folk and me. So why go to church? When I found out uh, that there was a difference in the distinction, I determined the first, uh, I determined this in my heart. Before I knew anything about any of it, I just said, God, help me to be faithful. I am going to be faithful to you. If I'm going to be a Christian, let me put it in my, in my non-Christian vernacular as much as I knew. I said, God, if I'm going to be one, I'm going to be one now. This is for real. This is all the way. And I found out that translates down into faithfulness. Well, I found that I needed to know the faithful one in order to be like him, to be faithful to him. Trust steadily in God. You know, there are those that are unsettled. It's just not settled on the inside. And and, and this is very specific. Now, I'll tell you, when Pastor Sandy was prophesying, I, I you. Might have saw him. I was over there writing some things because I heard the Lord say this. He said this. He said, repent or repeat. 
And let me give you the example of this. When a, Jesus said this, this is a scriptural reference. Pastor Ron's going to come and we're going we're gonna to offer uh, an option, an opportunity for people. First over the airwaves and then here in the house. Repent or repeat. You know, it's the devil's desire and his designs on you are strictly to deceive you. And Jesus said this. He's, this is a scriptural reference. He said, when a man comes to God or a woman comes to God, he said, and the devil is driven out, the house is swept and clean. He said, but the devil says, you know, I, man, I hated to lose them. Can't afford to lose them. They were such a good witness for me. So I know what I'll do. I'll go back. To my house. Well it was not his house. If you have become the temple of the living God. If you let Jesus move in. Said I'll go back to my house. And it says, if he finds it swept and clean, but it's unfurnished. Let me tell you something. If you're not living this, if you're not living in this, if you think you can just be religious and play around with it and get born again and you got fire insurance and everything's all right and you go right back to how you used to be, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Repent or repeat, but the repeat will be you'll be seven times deeper. Because the devil says, man, there's room for not just me, but the compromise. The deception is deeper now because they think they're okay with God, so there's not even any kind of restraint, not, no fear of God whatsoever. I would just invite all my friends. And the Bible says the state of that person in the last will be seven times worse than the first. Oh, there's a lot of sons and daughters. The first call, like Moses, wandering around in the wilderness. Runaways. Sojourners in a strange land where they don't belong. God's calling them. God's calling them. God's calling you today. You ever been anywhere where you wondered how in the world did I ever get here? But you know, you can never outrun God. You can never outrun his love for you. But I'm going to tell you, this is a stiff and a strong word, and a, and a, but a sure warning today. If you keep playing around with that, you better start li- You need to, I pray for you every day that you'll live this thing. Now, this is not a condemnation, but don't mistake, a, don't mistake you know, don't mistake the spanking sometimes, the correction of the Holy Spirit and conviction. If you're a Christian and you never feel bad about anything you ever do that's wrong, it's in direct contrast to the Word of God, I think I would question whether or not my conscience has become seared. You see, you can step over. You can step over that sensitivity. You can get over into what the Bible says, lasciviousness, where you just allow any old thought 
any old impulse, any old feeling. See, the flesh. What you're dabbling around. You're halting between two opinions. If God be God, serve him. If the world is going to be your God, then go do it. But I'm going to tell you, these are the days where, and this is the day of decision today. The devil has designs and a destiny for you, but God knows the design of you. And God has a destiny for you. It will be beyond your wildest dreams, but you're going to have to settle some things. Repent or repeat. If you're ready to pray this prayer, it's a simple prayer. I'm going to tell you what. Now, that's the first words out of Jesus' mouth in his official ministry. He said, repent. Change your mind. Let God change your heart. Let there be a life that shows a true repentance. Because I'm going to make it possible that you can live this thing. What did he say? Jesus said this. He goes, now why should you repent? Because the kingdom of God is here and it's in a greater measure than you can, than you can understand or comprehend. But I'm about to show you the Father in ways and means that you have never dreamed or desired. I'm going to raise the dead. I'm going to cleanse the leper. I'm going to heal the brokenhearted. I'm going to give good news to the poor. I am going to lift your life beyond religion and up into a reality by having a relationship with me. I'm going to put you right with God. But you repent or you repeat. And you know some people repented. And some people repeated. Let me tell you about the ones who repeated. They killed Jesus thinking they were doing God a favor. The ones that should have known God the most knew him the least. So I want to pray a prayer today. I believe God's ready to release. Release you from, from slavery. Release you from bondage. Not to men but to the devil. To those dirty desires. To that to that destructive design that the devil has for your life. You mean I got to give something up? Well, it's an exchange, isn't it? Until, it's, until the wrong thing is removed, the right thing cannot come. So I invite you today, you're listening to me, repent or repeat. We're going to pray a simple prayer of repentance. Jesus, I come to you right now. I hear what you're saying. I thank you that you have heard my cries, seen my affliction. You know me like no one else does. And you understand. So I come to you and I ask you to change me from the inside out. I change my mind. Lord, change my heart. And let my life show the change. That I'm with you. Because I know and believe you're with me now. I know and believe that you're for me. My trust and the love that you have for me. Save me Jesus. Change me Jesus. I say you're my Lord and you're my Savior. And I'm done with the devil. I thank you for it. Amen. 
Listen, if you prayed that prayer, we want to help you. Congratulations, that's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. Now, don't just decide to follow Jesus, decide to follow through. This is from now on. This is for the rest of your life. And I'll guarantee you that you're about to go on the most wonderful uh, um, journey of discovery, daily delights, and discovering God's kingdom come and his will being done in your life. Thank you very much. Contact us here uh, through social media, the telephone, come by, uh, however you want to do. We've got some materials that will help you. and They're free to you. We'll give them to you and help you uh, in any way that we can uh, with your new walk with the Lord. Thank you very much. Till the next time, be blessed and at rest. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.